Into the Apex podcast is going on the road. Giving you the energy of motorsport from the source. We'll be trackside for the GT World Challenge, IMSA, and the NTT IndyCar Series. At Mid-Ohio, VIR, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Petit Le Mans, and the historic 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. Pit now, pit now. Visit IntoTheApex.com for the latest dates and locations. world of real and virtual auto sport meets mad sim racing media presents the into the apex podcast greg can you give me an eta on rain an eta uh, that's a precise question i can tell you that um we're working on it really hard we've been working on it for close to a year at this point um and it's really at the point now where we've started to bring in not only the core uh, engineers who are working on it, but the entire team, the artists, the VFX people, um, multiple rendering engineers, uh, our dynamic track engineer, uh, the engineer who designed our dynamic track. And it's a whole team effort now. We are working very hard to have something operational by the end of the year. Whether or not that translates into its shipping by the end of the year, I don't think we're ready to say that. Um, we want to make sure we do it right. It's Into the Apex with Tyler, Patrick, Bradley, and Rob, your crew. A little bit later in the second half of the show, Bruce Perry will join us live on location at Watkins Glen International for the NASCAR and Stock Car Racing Weekend. But first, you just heard it. Our speculation, our conversations revolved around uh, rain and iRacing as the main topic last weekend. And uh, I was wrong. I said I thought it would be a lame answer or some kind of lame information about rain based on the the $500 donation. And uh, it was not that at all. We got got details. We got information. We got a time frame. Uh, And so you heard... uh, from the live stream uh, that by the end of the year, it might be something that's operational, but probably not. There's a big hedge there. Uh, guys, I think probably we won't, we won't get the rain uh, anytime in 2021, but based on the time frame, the work, the effort that's active, uh, the screenshot that they released, which shows rain on a road course with an open wheel car. Uh, so they wouldn't, that screenshot would not be possible if they weren't in progress, you know, well in progress working on this in some degree, uh, based on the timeframes, I think I could confidently say any of us could confidently say that we'll have rain in iRacing in the year 2022, earlier, earlier, late the year 2022. The question is, and the topic of discussion is, uh, in what capacity, uh, how do you, how do you set this up? Uh, that's kind of what's r- run rampant now in in the discussion, you know, side of things uh, among iRacing people is how will this work? Uh, what's everybody's thoughts on this? We got this this news among some other things. 
you know, what do you guys think about about the rain? Well, I guess to know why he's at just a five hundred dollar thing now because he probably had, like I said had in the works already. So set a really low bar, and then he could just give out information he was probably going to already anyway. But no, it's exciting nonetheless. But uh, how they're going to do it, I still don't really know. Like I'm assuming they'll work it in just in like. I don't even know, maybe just in like solo sessions or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of talk of it being like particular. Oh, they'll, they'll do the Wizards, how they'll do it. They'll set up uh, a particular official series that you know the rain is going to be there or something like that. Might not be a bad way to start. I don't know. I, in the long run, that's not what I would want. Uh, that wouldn't be part of the fun of it. The fun of it would be what we talked about last week really dynamic, unexpected, a way to forecast, and so on, right? Yeah, so I don't know. But it's just get the guy getting people's hands and let us test, and not just have a yeah. very select group. I, I think that's the biggest thing is getting him. Give us what you got. Let's just see what you have. And oh, like right, it, right this moment, you want? Why not? You want it all right now? Man, you're never gonna get better. <laughs> you're never gonna get better free testing and data. Yeah, beta testing. To yeah, make us beta testers into the Apex. Yeah. We'll give you our first impressions of it. There, there you go. go. Yeah, uh, one of the things that stood out to me, I know we're going to get into it a little more, but uh, the thing that stood out to me that was that piqued my interest was when he mentioned that they've got they're going to work on, or at least their intention is to make it where some tracks like Lamar Nurburgring are so big that there there are going to be sectors of the track where it's not raining and sectors where it is raining. That would That's be realistic. Cool. That, that'd be, I like yeah, that. Would be realistic. That oh, that would be that would be realistic. Yeah, you have storm cells. And the strategy involved there and how you work that. I mean, my God, my God, the tire strategy. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be unreal. I hope anyway. I mean, options are endless. Yeah. On paper, it's going to make the race so much more dynamic and it's going to make, whereas now you, you know, you pretty much know how it's going to go and the strategy's fairly limited. I mean, that, that's going to open up a whole nother thing. I mean, that's going to, for endurance racing in particular, that's, that's huge. Well, for us, for a few of us in here, <clears throat> Rob, uh, this is completely novel and new and exciting and groundbreaking. But obviously, we mentioned last week, other Sims uh, already have things like this. Uh, and Rob, among the four of us, uh, I assume is the only one that's experienced those things. Uh, am I correct that we talked about it last week, Rob? Am I correct that you have driven in the rain on Assetto Corsa? Yes. And what? So it's worth it. Yeah, I was, yeah, you Absolutely gave us some thoughts last week. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just worth it. It's, I don't know. Like, I, I'm assuming they've been working on it for a while, and they probably just don't want to put it out without it being solid. That's so what they said, yeah, that's what the man said exactly. Uh, yeah. Do you think iRacing is going to do it better than a set of Corsa? Ultimately, yes. I like to hear that. I value your Maybe judgment and opinion. The look is pretty in the end because they are a little dated in the graphic department, but uh-huh. ultimately, physic wise, it'll probably be better, I'd say. It's going to be something. I'm excited. My body is ready. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, maybe they'll give it. I want to get soaked. Do you think, do you think this is going to be a Christmas present for my racing? Do you think it'll be around that time? Or are we saying 2022? <laughs> I think twenty uh, for my money twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean that's what they said. They said Christmas they're gonna present. yeah. They said they're gonna try to get a workable version for testing 
by the end of the year. Now, whatever end of the year means, you know, hashtag soon. I, I don't, I don't want, I mean, you don't know. I don't want some bastard version of this. Like, bro, I don't want yeah, to, what, what give me, they, give me the, the full thing. Well, what if they hit like full steam ahead? They said pretty much the whole team is working on this. What if things just progress very quickly? And well, we have it, case. you know, by Christmas. That would be fantastic. I That'd would be a great. That. that would be a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, that Christmas. that reminds me of when we got the Williams F1 car around Christmas. You remember that, Tyler? Yes. Well, to hell with snow. We got the BMW last year. Uh, to hell, to hell with rain. Did I say snow? I, I, I gave away the. I gave away the the uh, the the twist. To hell with rain for Christmas. Give me snow for Christmas. I racing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's gonna be snow like Grand Theft. Uh, Auto there snow. we go. Yeah. It's gonna be weather like Grand Theft Auto and Flight Simulator, where you can just immediately adjust it. So so cool. now now Rob, we're back to open world i racing, where you fly around at like Second Life. That's what Brad, that's what Bradley's <laughs> oh my for. God. Bradley I open world i racing. Bradley wants to fl- wants to have an avatar that he flies from river to glen and uh, <laughs> assaults various people. Damn right. Damn right. Racing and Microsoft Flight Simulator yeah. are going to merge yeah, into Brad- one experience. Yeah, Bradley, <laughs> it's 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 open world uh, i racing second life and Bradley's the Harvey Weinstein of oh, uh, what the free oh. of the free flowing i racing world. <laughs> Just flying around and and uh assaulting oh put you in my movie <laughs> god <laughs> oh god you're seeking the power in virtual life that you can't that, attain in real world exactly and you go to virtual prison which is could the lowest imagine, of lows could you imagine i i know nothing about second life i know we rag on it all the time on here but can you actually go to virtual prison i would say you probably can if you can give birth Jesus. What? I'm very uncomfortable right now. What? Oh, uh, we're going to have to do a, a, an aside. I, I will honestly. 60 minutes special. I, I, I say that because honestly, when I'm doing, when I'm taking video or screenshot or adjusting cameras in iRacing, when I do the little cut buttons for that and try to mess around with it and kind of free flow the camera around, I feel like I'm flying around like I'm have an avatar and it makes me uncomfortable with myself. I don't like it. I don't like the open world. It's pretty cool. It's it's. Uh, I've t- I said it before on the show. Uh, tracks that I go to in real life, I like to try to find that same point of view and and just kind of recreate it in the sim. Pretend like or, you're, yeah. you're a nice, pretty lady with nice shoes and sure. And then uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and then before you go to the racetrack, you find cool places to watch on iRacing. Because it's laser scanned, you get an idea of the terrain and, and what you can see, what's in your line of sight. I did that for VIR. I did it for Mid Ohio. Interesting. I didn't. You never told me that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, you That's can find. Bad. I mean, it's all accurate. That's not so, so bad. So yeah, you can find vantage racing. Where you go? That's epic. It's the future. Bradley's in the future. He just got a new uh, <laughs> VR headset. He's even more of an asshole than before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big, uh, big he's an, lump. He's an asshole in 4K now. It's not 4K. I don't think it, it is. is. Is it 4K? Yep. Fuck if I know. I don't know anything. Yeah, about it I don't is. even know what he got. <laughs> I bought it on Impulse. <laughs> Blake check. Blake check. Yeah, I, I bought my the headset because it was on it's, sale, and now I'm trying to buy a computer to run it. It's two 2K d- displays. I like see. Two 2K panels, yeah. so it is 4K. I see. I know yeah. math, and that's 4K, my friend. 
Oh boy. So yeah, to, to catch everybody up, I did purchase, uh, I don't know if it's still available, but at the time this will be released, but there is a big sale on the HP reverb G2, um, that Cody Richardson from our team, uh, kind of let me on to, I was, I was thinking about buying it. I was going to upgrade the PC this end of this year anyway, with the intention of upgrading from the Oculus CV one to the G2. And because there was $150 off, I decided to pull the trigger on it. Much to uh wish you'd pull the trigger on more than that, my friend. What's that mean? What, yeah, what does that mean? What VR does that mean? You know what that means. What does that no, mean? No, what else what else you want to pull the trigger on? <laughs> you know yeah, what what, what's the trigger? You know what yeah, that means. Right. I bet you, you know what that means. As, G, as much as you, G twenty reverb H V V. Well, you know, Tyler, as much as you uh get on me for VR and all mm-hmm. this stuff keeping up with the technology yep. i bet you'll be begging me for my uh scraps my leftover pc your your old you'll headset. want my scrap your old headset makes me feel like i need an eye exam well yeah it's it's the first Garbage. generation it's, it's the trash. first generation of vr still like, amazing you know you, still know those, you go to a, D, a dwi display and they give you those goggles this is what it would be like if you were driving drunk yeah, i mean that's your vr headset yeah it's not it not, not entirely garbage. clear but no wonder you can't win a race. <clears throat> it's like I had glaucoma, now I'm gonna have. Yeah, at least, you, at least you acknowledge the truth. Yeah, he had glaucoma, now it's gonna be like he's smoking a shit ton of weed with glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs> Still a little blurry around the edges. <laughs> I would play that song. I can see clearly now if it wasn't copyrighted. <laughs> Thirty seconds, fair use. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, we'll cue up Roddy Piper. Yeah, Roddy. Yeah, you want to hear some Roddy Piper? <laughs> here, here, here's some Roddy. So we've been watching movies. We've been referencing movies. Here you go. Here's some Roddy Piper for you. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Oh, That's Bradley before any endurance race. <laughs> oh yeah I, i'm i'm here to chew bubble gum and kick ass if i can I'm, see you and i'm not going you. to win this race because i don't win any race because i'm bradley Let's i want all the cars around me are kind of blurry <laughs> i won with a joystick in nascar 2003 season in the year 2005 oh, my okay. name is bradley <laughs> Going hard. I know. I need to get a time machine and, and not convince Tyler to get back into this thing that he loves so much. <laughs> what would you be uh, doing right now, Tyler? You'd be sitting there eating what? You'd be eating a pizza watching... Uh, I don't eat pizza. No, he'd be, no, he be eating shrimp hibachi. <laughs> shrimp hibachi. He'd be eating shrimp hibachi. That's more the truth, Rob. Yeah, that's... he'd be shoveling that down his gullet watching live PD or whatever the hell he does <laughs> on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? A roast? <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> doing God knows what. Uh, maybe Panda Express. I like reading. Panda. A, Had a Panda a, Express phase there. Be reading a what? One of those hey, bl- hey. Some kind of magazine or something. <laughs> I'd be reading a nice copy of the Atlantic. Yeah, you reading the New Yorker like a <laughs> like a bourgeoisie. <laughs> hey, hey. Does anybody else here, when you race endurance races, particularly twenty four hour races on iRacing? Uh, like to DoorDash, anybody? Yeah, I'll do yes. it every once in a while. Yes. You know, I I, I don't, uh, I don't even right? need a twenty-four hour race to DoorDash. But yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It'll 
So yeah, I, I, was, I feel like I'm in the paddock and I'm getting service. Yeah, I'm getting uh, serviced in the paddock. Cra- it's craft services. That's what it is. Yeah, you get. So it. I was. So we we did the spa twenty four, right? We did yes, the spa twenty four. We did, yeah, I believe we did. And uh, yeah, I got. Uh, I did some DoorDash. <laughs> I DoorDash breakfast to myself. <laughs> oh, God, I know where this is going. No, wait, 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 no. God damn it, it wasn't the Spot 24. It was the Charlotte MS race last weekend, Patrick. It was me and you. Oh. It, was, it was your goddamn fault. Uh, uh, God damn it. I yeah, it wasn't, go it wasn't Spot. That's why I blanked out there, but I was my I was trying to process. It was the Charlotte MS race, the four-hour race. It was, you motherfucker. It, and it happened in the morning. Uh, it was an endurance race. I got that right. Uh, but anyhow, uh, it happened in the. It was a morning race, so so T Dog here had not gone to the store the night before and didn't have anything to eat for breakfast. Uh, so I decided on impulse, which is what DoorDash is for. Uh, I need some sustenance, uh, and I will order myself some pancakes <laughs> via DoorDash uh, while Patrick begins his stint. I'm thinking these are some long stints. Uh, I ju- I uh, think I had opened the race and then uh, Patrick took over or something to that effect. False. Uh, oh no, no, you yeah, you started. Where did, I did you get spend. the pancakes from, Tyler? First watch. Oh, those are good. But you know, DoorDash banana, banana granola, banana granola. But you know, pancakes are only good when they're hot and fresh. Yeah, how could pancakes possibly survive That's, delivery? That is the worst thing to DoorDash. They did. Yeah. How much is awful. how much did you pay for the DoorDash? You know how DoorDash is. It's usually like how much is a bucks. how much is a box of pancake mix? It's usually seventeen bucks for the and DoorDash. Just add water. You can get that. I don't have to. I'm I'm endurance racing, brother. I don't have time to mix up. A, I don't have time to pull <laughs> okay. a bowl. Continue, and a, he needs catering, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And I and I really enjoy those first watch banana granola pancakes. Yeah, it's tasty. No, so I get yeah, so continue. I so I've ordered them uh, as soon as I finish my stint. I order these pancakes on DoorDash, uh, and uh, they're backed up because it's it's a it's a Saturday morning and and it's a popular breakfast joint. It so. wasn't the morning. It was damn near. Tw- it was like twelve o'clock your time. Well, it was like ten. It was like ten or eleven. Yeah, it was brunch. like twelve it was your brunch. time. It was brunch. It was brunch. Uh, Saturday. Uh, so I get I get done with my stint, and I know that it's going to be an hour or some. So I'm like, I can absolutely get these pancakes here and eat them before my uh, next stint. And then Patrick here, towards kind of, he had like, what? What did you have left? Like maybe twenty five minutes left in your stint. I probably. Yeah, about anywhere between fifteen and twenty-five minutes. I, I, I knew, so I get the notice. Your, uh, your, your pancakes are on the way. A grown man is going to deliver you pancakes at your door. Uh, very mature. Uh, so I'm like, I yeah, I can get these pancakes in me before my stint. I'll be refreshed. I'll be feeling good uh, and energized to to close out this uh, Charlotte four-hour race. Uh, and then Patrick taps the wall and meatballs it. And has to come into pits for one of the 200 fast repairs. And it only makes sense to do a driver swap at that point. And uh, so I get this. And I'm watching my my DoorDash app. And I'm uh, watching Patrick. And I'm there. The, he's approaching with the pancakes. And then Patrick's going into pits. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm not going to get these pancakes. They're going to sit on my doorstep. So Patrick gets in the pits at the same time that the pancakes are dropped at my door. And uh, Patrick gets out of the car, and there's no Tyler because Tyler's up getting his pancakes. So we had about a 20-second extra-long pit stop because I had to get my pancakes. And then I set the bag of pancakes to the left of my driver's seat, and then I start driving. 
at and the Roval. At the Roval. <laughs> and all I can smell are banana granola delicious pancakes, and I'm starving because I hadn't had breakfast. <laughs> did you did you eat and drive at the Roval? I did not eat and drive. Say, Patrick, you could do that we, at we some tracks, a, but not that one. We called an audible, and Patrick took over on a short stint. So I short stinted, and Patrick took over. We still finished P3 because we had like several laps of a gap. But for a minute there, I was being fucking tortured by by these delicious pancakes, two massive pancakes. I it, just like, I think a grown man, I'm a grown man driving a virtual car, having another grown man deliver pancakes to him on a Saturday morning. I just felt terrible, but, but also it was delicious. So who else does? I'm not the only one that does that. Make me feel good about myself. I'm not the only one that does that. I know Bradley, Patrick, you, you both have done that. Yeah, I've done it. Oh yeah, I've done it. 24 hours. DoorDash is the endurance team driver's friend because you, yes. you can set up camp. You're pulling an all evening shift, an all nighter, whatever it is. So, so it's the way to go. I feel like DoorDash should sponsor us now. Hint, hint. So that was my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to live that one down anyway. No. Yeah, well, think of it like this. We're even for uh, Bathurst, so. <laughs> Rob plays some responsibility for Bathurst, too. Yes, I, I definitely do. Me, me, me and Rob equally sucked at Bathurst. But let's, let's yeah, just I, call I, it I even. The final nail in the coffin. That into the Apex BMW GT3 was destroyed at Bathurst. Well, we'll call ourselves even then. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Bathurst, that puts in my mind another thing. Uh, speaking of the hills and the thin roads, uh, this Mount Washington hill climb seek thing was released. That came out of nowhere. I sure wouldn't have thought of that. I never saw that coming. Yeah. That's... Now that's that to me has a Friday or Saturday night fun run written all over it. You get a team or a group or a league or whatever. You guys pour some drinks and you all jump on and you watch each other go talk a little shit, have a good time. That, that's I, I just think that's got that written all over it. Oh, for sure. That's what I'd want to do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Try to throw people off their game as they're climbing the hill, uh, put pressure on them, all eyes on each person. I mean, that's going to be exciting. Does this like begin like the new path of like a new era of iRacing? For, of what? Hill climbs? Just different thing where they might just branch just whatever, out yeah. different trail. whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like just iconic things and stuff. Like just I don't know. Like maybe they do the Foxwood or whatever Tour, it is, or the Fox Tour de France. That other fancy one <laughs> they just had recently. I think they're gonna put some bicycles on there. No bicycles, yeah. but they have that other valley thing. Pikes Peak. Well, there's Pikes Peak, but there's that other one. It's a Foxgood or Foxwood. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about the one in England. Was, yeah. I think it's Fox Good or Fox Wood. It's one of the two. Uh, it's like the Festival of Speed. I think it's what it's called or something. Is that the one Richard Hammond wrecked a car and got hurt? It seemed like he did that quite a bit in Top Gear. <laughs> there, one of them was a hill climb though, where he, he rolled the car down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, good buddy. Easy, good buddy. <laughs> the Goodwood Festival of Speed. The Goodwood Festival yeah. of Speed. Is that yeah. the hill climb? That's the one. Yeah, it's like a, a hill climb where you know it's got every different car in it. 
You know, you you'll see an somebody old just, F1 somebody car. just popped somebody just popped popped a delicious canned beverage. Who was that? I, that was what, me. What did you got tonight, Rob? Uh, vodka seltzer. My man. <laughs> Pretty standard stuff for me right that now. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was that my quality presentation, uh, folks? That, that Madison Racing. That's right. That's right. Into Sorry, the it's a highlight. <laughs> cheers, cheers everybody cheers to the crew out there um bradley and i actually our first motorsport event was a hill climb in the mountains of north carolina on a back road uh absolutely dangerous oh yeah and dangerous. hindsight yeah thinking about it there was i mean there's nothing there and there's one amb- ambulance <laughs> there's nothing there nothing. it's so dangerous it's so dangerous <laughs> <laughs> my dog agrees <laughs> like, that was so dangerous <laughs> no i mean you could literally pummel down a mountain there's no walls that we didn't there was no hay bales there's hay one bales. ambulance and a crew of ems that you know deal with a population of ten thousand. they don't know what probably don't know what's going on with the something <laughs> like that half drunk yeah <laughs> not even certified volunteers a bunch of volunteers yeah (laughs) no we support them yeah um but yeah i mean you know what i mean have i am i missing am i a complete moron or is is the subaru do we have a subaru that's in that video or is that there's a rally car is that the same one no i don't i didn't recognize so i could buy that subaru that's in that video i could get that now you can get that now. Oh, yeah, I the think. WRX, yeah, or whatever it is, it's yeah. oh, it's it's really fun to drive, man. How did I not know? Really, that really Subaru fun. I racing. How did I not know that? Because you don't I do any rally car racing. No, I don't. Yeah, it's got true. a Volkswagen too. I was I was watching that. I'm like, oh, we get a hill climb and a Subaru. But little do I know the Subaru's been around. Oh yeah, it's been maybe now. I'll maybe I'll buy it because the hill climb, uh, the rally car stuff doesn't get me. But the hill climb, I'm interested, and I'll buy that track or that whatever you know, the hill climb. I'll buy it. Maybe they'll. Maybe next they'll scan like the interstate in Los Angeles, and you just drive to work. Maybe that's what's where this is that's leading. The, well, that's why I'll just treat it like it is that Goodwood one, where you can just take any car up, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll just see. Like, just like tonight, I'm gonna take up fucking the IRO. That's right. Well, that's what we'll be doing. The, My uh, question is, what happens when you pummel off the side? I'm assuming it resets your car. Yeah. Hopefully they I give think, you a little I bit think of you'll die in real life if that happens. Yeah, no. I, well, I especially take if you the, have a, especially if, if you have a uh, H H uh, HPV v- reverb. H <laughs> HPV. Yeah, he's got HPV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bradley Bradley HPV. Yes, Papanova uh, virus. Bradley's got HPV all over his face when he puts that on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. He goes into a he goes into another reality because the real reality is too painful for him. Oh yeah, it hurts. Um, anyway, I, you just haven't had the right t- the right VR yeah. experience. Once you do, you'll know what it's all about. I'll, I will try anything. I'll when you try- know, Tyler, you know. Well, you I know? tried I tried yours a few times, and I don't know. We, I yeah, it's not for everybody. I mean, you have to get some time with it. I would say it's not for anybody with vision. You don't know what you're talking about. Now, if, if you're blind, it's for you because you can't see that it's shit. Yeah, all right, stick with your single monitor there. <laughs> That's right. That's and what I'm less than computer. You're less than. <laughs> anyway, what we were talking about the hill climb. 
bitter. Oh yeah, I can I can taste it. Um, see, well, I I would love to see like if you can pummel it down the hill in like the IR eighteen with the damage new damage model and just see all the parts fly off. Hell, Bradley just wants to yeah. run over some spectators. <laughs> He, Are there he's any? Got to think for decapitated uh, people, I guess. Yeah, Bradley just wants some fans in the audience that he can run over. Yeah. Not going to defend yourself, Bradley. Oh, no. I was Bradley going to let that one uh, air out a little bit. <laughs> just let it air, let it aerate <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, let it. Bradley, the homicidal uh, uh, maniac. Yeah, that's the, uh, the Tony Stewart of rally car. Yeah, Bradley's Bradley's a pretty violent rally car driver. He just wants to find some spectators to roll over onto after watching Rush. We've we learned a lot about Bradley in the last week or so. He's a violent individual. Yeah. Whether it's in the real world or the virtual world, he just wants to destroy. There are no consequences in the virtual world. No consequences. Let's not let's not go down the second life route again. Yeah, that's that's a whole other rabbit hole. Oh, please no. Um, but anyway, uh, I mean, what did you think about the the? Did you see, did everybody see like the little preview video they put out? It's like five seconds. Yeah, of the uh, hill climb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, because yeah, yeah. the, the trees. Unique, those yeah, trees. The, the unique thing was this were were the scenery. Yeah. Making that more. What what would it be more more thick lush, luscious? I was gonna say thick. Curvy and all the right. Those trees yeah. were thick, thick. So luscious. Yeah, and it, I mean that's going to cross over to to terrain and you know stuff in the rest of the tracks too. Is what yeah, ter- terrain and stuff. I'm with yeah, you. terrain and stuff. But I mean, they they no, showed an example of of the uh, curbing and uh, how it was more flat, and now they've made it. It gives it more of a 3D look, more volume where where it actually has it in real life. Yeah, like I said, like the whole process of having to design the hill climb with all the extra vegetation and rocks and stuff was just like how they designed it should really carry over forward into new content. So hopefully everything we get for new content moving forward gets a little bit of extra treatment as well. Luscious vegetation. So what I want. <laughs> hey, I've been saying for a while, iRacing needs a fucking makeover. Yeah, so you have. Maybe this iRacing 1.0 for 20 years. Yeah, and there's... Some of the other things, there was a lot to dig into and find. Um, The rain kind of took over the conversation and the hill climb took over the the news of what what they talked about. One thing that I'm kind of excited about that they mentioned is still down the pipes is uh, lighting updates. Did you notice that? I didn't hear any of that. So they're still working on lighting updates to make things more like photorealistic, to make the sim more realistic. Right now, there's, you may... I may kill it for you, and you may notice there's kind of like a yellowish tint or yellowish hue um, to everything. If you notice, you may not even everything. be able to notice. Yeah, like the entire graphics package has like a, I don't know, it's kind of like a yellow tint. Well, yeah, think of it like whenever you like adjust your monitor, or your TV, and you, you, know, you can set it for either cool, warm, or neutral. And the cool always gives everything more of a blue tint, and everything on the other side, and then the warm is more red shifted. I guess you would say towards like the yellows and reds. And I think that's where eye racing kind of naturally lands is on the warm side of those colors. Yeah, it's like like think of your iPhone, Tyler, like with the night shift or whatever it is, the mm-hmm. the changes in the settings of that. It's kind of oh, like that. Sleep. But yeah, so they've. Uh, they, someone, one of the dev members, one of the development guys, a long time ago, a while back, shared a screenshot of Sebring, 
and Sebring's where you can notice this the most, how the track has a <laughs> yellowish tint. Um, like it's got a weird kind of color to it that's not like the white brightness, bright color of concrete. 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 <laughs> concrete. 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 <laughs> oh boy. Um, but I mean, it looked. I wish I could find it. I don't don't know where it was, uh, but it looked great. Um, it looked very sharp and crisp. Like the lines in the uh, breaks in the concrete looked very sharp and very crisp. And yeah. it, it just looked great. So I, if they can make that happen, that would be fantastic. Fantastic. Make, that would make a big change in VR. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, uh, Rob, if I said Glickenhaus... I would say dog pile. <laughs> would you say Glickenhaus? Scuderia Cameron Glickenhaus is the team red line of, of European Le Mans. Well, he certainly learned how to make lots of enemies really quick. Nonetheless, I would say probably not because everyone still seems to like team red line except us. Team red me. line cheating <laughs> bastards. Um, so you, Jimmy Broadbent is where I saw some of this stuff. Uh, have you looked into it much? Like, could you, if you had to like, give it like summarize what the problem is with, with Glickenhaus with sim racers at this point? Well, he, I don't know what his actual problem is. Cause like, I didn't even know who he was for yeah, the, who, most who part the hell. Is, who the hell is this guy? Just a racer. Uh, let's, I'm racer looking this up. Someone. I'm looking this guy up. Yeah. Just look it up. But you more or less James made a post Glick- on James Twitter saying, go ahead, go ahead, Rob. We'll, he just he made a post on Twitter saying something more or less when more or less saying sim well everyone interpreted it as saying sim racing is bullshit because it said something like when real racers meet at real race tracks to race real cars and everything else is just meaningless bullshit. Yeah, I, I'll read like the that. tweet exactly. Uh, it says the flag drops at real race courses where real race cars race each other at real races. Everything else is meaningless bullshit. Signed, Jim. And people went ape shit. Well, it's inherently douchey. That's the consensus. Jimmy Broadbent, Boosted Media, a whole bunch of other sim racers all piled in. Jimmy Broadbent tweeted in response. He retweeted it. Racing is for everyone, Jim, whether you like it or not. Uh, and another thing that got people upset is and kind of amused is that he apparently blocked or deleted a bunch of response tweets from people like any criticism. So he's like the East Berlin of, of uh, racing Twitter at this point with that nonsense. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was just, again, it's just like, I don't know why it's just one of those things where I've seen it multiple times with real racers who like bag on sim racing. And like, I just like, I don't get where like they're sitting there and they're like, I have to tell everyone this (laughs) thought I just had. It's like, why did he think that anyone would even want he to signed hear it? it yeah. Come off well. You know what I mean? It's just a lack of self awareness. Yeah. Now, Glickenhaus, for those that don't know, that's a team in European Le Mans prototype team. Uh, so I look it up. James Jim, James Glickenhaus, uh, born 1950, is an American. This is Wikipedia, by the way. <laughs> is an American film producer, financier, and director, and automotive entrepreneur. Uh, currently general partner of Glicken, Glickenhaus and Company, uh, a family partnership started by his father, Seth Glickenhaus. Uh, he he wrote, directed, and produced a number of films in the 1980s and 90s, including The Exterminator and The Jackie Hand Vehicle, The Protector. Sounds like his film career was real successful. 
<laughs> yep, those are cult classics. Those are good. His last movie was uh, The Art Thief as an actor in 2015. Uh, he directed Time Master in 1995. Uh, he directed Slaughter of the Innocents in 1993. Bradley's favorite movie. Yeah, uh, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not so Big sure. He, I'm Big not fan. so sure he didn't direct They Live because uh, it looks like late '80s, early '90s B movies are his thing. Um, B. You're going B. I, maybe, maybe C. C. Yeah, C. Did he? Did he do Battlefield Earth too? Battlefield Earth. <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> Thanks for uh, slipping that in there. Oh yeah, I had to. Yeah. Uh, had so to. he. Yeah, so now he just runs racing team stuff for apparently, uh, for in the European Le Mans series, and apparently he's critical of sim racing. Uh, I'm assuming he's running his account, or well, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, but people are saying you just alienated a whole community. The Scuderia Cameron Glickenhaus Twitter responded to some of these replies to that tweet. Uh, one is saying uh, their official account is responding saying, uh, no one's is suggesting you shouldn't do something you enjoy. We are suggesting you should try real racing and that real is quite different from simulated. Well, excuse me. That's a little bit of a backpedal. Okay, so yeah, I did. I didn't even see that. So he definitely is yes. shitting on He's sim back, racers. That's yeah, back. So that's back. Because everybody, and it's what a lot of the comments say. The responses say, uh, "To hell with that." Uh, racing, real racing is expensive. It's not like you can just go out and and train yourself. It's it's expensive. It's not like playing baseball or football where you just you know you're do your athletic stuff and bring your talent to the table. Uh, I've said it before. You got to have money. You have to have backing. Uh, there could be uh, Patrick, Rob, Bradley. Now, maybe not Bradley, but anybody in this room right now could be untapped racing talent. You could be the next Lewis Hamilton, but we won't know because you don't have you. You can't get there. It's tough to get there. Yeah, but some things some, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not yeah, Lewis well, well, no, you're not. And Bradley's definitely not. And maybe Patrick is. I don't know, but. Uh... I could be a fucking Nicholas Latifi, but that's what I am. I'm Nicholas Latifi. I literally just don't right. have a Yeah, Lance Stroll. Yeah. <laughs> Does it hurt you that both Canadian drivers are just uh, pay drivers? Okay. No, good. I like uh, it. <laughs> Reflect but you know what, in Canada. But, but you see what I mean. Uh, so so, so get off with that because sim racing is, is how we all experience that. Uh, like if Bradley and I like baseball – we can go out to the park like a couple of twinks and, and toss the ball to each other at, at age 31. Sure can. Sure can. Sure but, can. But the, sure can. But the only thing, we, can, we can't go get a race car and just drive it. Like, yeah. like, a, like a guy that well, works at McDonald's right now who really loves racing is not going to get to race unless he buys iRacing. But if he works at McDonald's, you work at McDonald's yeah, he, yeah, can't, you're not, you're he can't afford iRacing. Yeah, but I'm yeah. sorry. I'm you're still sorry, priced guy. out. I mean, I'm sorry, sorry. guy. I'm sorry, sorry. guy. You, sorry. The only the only racing you're doing is uh is that that old uh, uh, '90s '80s game. Yeah, uh, go on down to the community college. Yeah, go on down to the community college. Given he's driving the prototype, it's pretty fucked up because he knows just how. Yeah, he he's driving the guy that works at McDonald's who likes racing. He's getting his uh, fix by driving his shitty racer and then you know hitting somebody with it and getting a. Uh, ticket. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's where I'm going with that yeah. one. Oh, uh, there's improv skills. <laughs> well, I, I looked it up once, just seeing what it would cost to run a GT3 car at that level. I'm pretty sure, like, if you're over at IMSA, anything like that, or something over uh, in Europe, 
um I think just a GT3 car, like baseline, like just to do your out lap for when you're going to do qualifying, it costs like 200 euros. Just to do one lap. You got this what's factoring. Like you're factoring in how much it costs to do it, everything in laps. So, in a sense. so basically the hell with Glickenhaus guy. Yeah, he's yeah. driving a prototype. So, so he's hiding, uh, they're hiding tweets. Uh, he said, so they said again to some other responses. They got engaged. It seems like backpedaling to me. Uh, take your daily to a local drug strip or autocross. You can race a stock Volkswagen in the Baja 1000 for less than the cost of a good sim setup. Really? Is that really true? Yeah. But you can do yeah. It once. Is that really true? Uh, yeah. No, he's probably, he, you know what? He, you, you probably, he, he's probably being legit when he says that. Like, I'm assuming they yeah. would know. But that would be such a bare minimum half-assed approach at it. Like you wouldn't be driving to win in any way. And again, you'd only be doing it once. And I can drive as many times as I want on yeah. my rig. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong? Why is he I, I go back to what, what Tyler said. Why does that need to be even said? Why does it is it like, oh, people like this a lot? Oh, they're really into this. Uh well, it's not the same, man. It's not the real thing. <laughs> what we do is better. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, somebody, some real intuitive soul on Twitter uh, said that saying, like, bitching about sim racing on Twitter like this is like saying real sex is with real people and real houses or something like that. And it's like getting upset at people masturbating or something. All right, then. All right, then. I respect so all views. A, that is saying that that real real racing is real sex and sim racing is masturbating. All right then. I don't know about that, but okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a crude way to put it. That's a that's quite the way to put it. That's a crude way to put it, but I mean, that's quite the way to put it. Again, who are you to say yeah, yeah, fuck that guy too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are you to say you can't? But dog pile that guy too. <laughs> yeah, like dog pile. Yeah. Jeez. I I I don't understand it. You say you know, what are you saying? Bradley's don't, gonna, I don't understand. Bradley's gonna, Bradley's gonna catch the eight fifteen uh, masturbation <laughs> session. What is this? Oh <laughs> what boy, what's going on? Oh boy. Oh no, no. But I mean, I mean, really, who who is this? Who who's this guy? Looking house. Guy? Yeah, he, he's a failed director actor. Is what he seems to be. He's the yeah. he's the James Avenatti. <laughs> James, James Michael. <laughs> Michael? <laughs> that is like my brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, James, Jimmy. Jimmy Avenatti. James Avenatti. He's in the he's in the mummy. <laughs> I'm a Jimmy Avenatti. Uh, Bradley's well, Jimmy Hoffa. This, this is yeah, this, this, this is Bradley's new character, the well-informed guy. <laughs> the guy who's on top. The of guy it. who makes references two episodes ago. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, episodes he wasn't at the bastard there you go i listen i listen though <laughs> i listen uh, but uh yeah i mean moral of the story or conclusion we've drawn is this guy can go screw that would be right yeah don't don't assault sim racing yeah and not when i mean look at all the major teams and drivers and manufacturers that are bought in and on board with it why alienate yourself yeah. In the face of all of that, yeah, again, it 
I just, why would you volunteer that opinion? That's what I still don't get. Like, the, you got to be better. Like, who's like, like, who did you catch yeah, fucking your like, wife? He's, like, he's sitting there salty, just rubbing oh, a big hey, vein hey. on his forehead. Uh, hey, going, what? Uh, man, these, these sim races, I need to say something. This needs to be said. Like, what, what happened? This really grinds my gears. Yeah, hey, what, what happened? On August yeah. 3rd, uh, they, they were load, they put up a video on their Twitter of them loading up one of their Glicken houses. Uh, in a in a truck to go to a racetrack, and they look like they're in some abandoned back lot uh, with a, a parking lot that has cracks in it with like five inch blades of grass growing through the cracks. It's like apparently Glickenhaus doesn't own a weed eater, based on this video. Cheap bastard! I haven't seen Aug- that one. August I didn't go back third, to the thing. I think August, the only thing one goes on by. They're loading this beautiful. They're loading this fancy sports car, and it's driving over cracks of grass in the pavement. I mean, it literally looks like they're in in a back lot somewhere. Maybe not everything's good in the bank for that team. Maybe <laughs> some, maybe somebody some, said, "Hey, you should you should get out of the real life business and create a esports team." There's some older he guy with fence to it. There's some older man standing next to the car with a beer belly. It's it's quite the sight. It's very professional. Uh, I'm getting a sense of, of professionalism from this organization. They're probably going to block us and sue us now. They can go fuck themselves. They they blocked yeah, a they bunch of people and removed their comments and stuff. They weren't having it. Yeah. Again, yep. just an ego thing. What's going on? Well, Sounds like a real ass. <laughs> that is right. That is I don't know. Right. Just just funny. Jimmy Broadbent be infinitely yeah. more popular. That, that's than how I learned. Guys are. Uh, Jimmy Broadbent stuck up. For and he's a real racer. Um. Yeah, and you, you know, I'd be interested to hear how uh, another driver in that series for GT, uh, David Perel, uh, talk about somebody that drives in, in professional sports car racing uh, who gives sim racing a lot of credit. He's he's almost the antidote to this sentiment. Uh, David Perel is a guy who, uh, he obviously is heavy in the set of Corsa. He's not so much, he's got some uh, different thoughts on iRacing, which are interesting. He's uh, has mentioned in different interviews that, uh, I don't want to put words in his mouth. He's he, I racing. Just, he doesn't, it doesn't quite get there for him. There's some criticism maybe, or just, it's just not quite there. He works more with the set of Corsa. Uh, but uh, overall his sentiment towards sim racing and the racecraft and whatnot uh, gives it a lot of credit. And he applies it. He, he specifically talks about how he applies it to his real racing. Uh, so, so that's somebody I'd love to hear his take versus, you know, uh, uh, director Glickenhaus from 1995, you know? Yeah, David has one of the more, like, really the best, yes. like, nuanced look at it all. So, I, yeah, I really value his opinion on it far more because he's a guy who's really dived into both sides as far as a driver. Yeah. And, and, and does, but doesn't, like I said, doesn't right. delude himself into thinking that, like, anyone who did one can do the other. Like, right. they are different. Like, sim racers are sim racers and yeah. real racers are real racers. The, I think him uh, cr- crediting the racecraft lessons specifically, uh, it just, it, it rings true. It makes sense. I mean, there's a lot of racecraft to be learned. Yeah. There's, you know, in sim racing, you can learn, you know, oh, I'll lift here. I best not go for that. You can get that sense. Obviously, there's no pain or money on the line if you wreck, but. Uh, there, there are some consequences, and you learn that that racecraft. So, yeah, and just being yeah. able to spot things up ahead, like getting used to like yeah. looking through to your turns and not fixating on like apexes and stuff like that. Just like very little things that need to be built into your habits. Yeah, most definitely. 
lot of visual yeah. things, I'd say. Uh, so coming up, Bruce Perry is going to join us live from Watkins Glen International, uh, where he has set camp for the weekend. Uh, and Rob is going to step aside to make room for Bruce uh, here in the studio as uh, we get him remote. Uh, so we'll be right back on Into the Apex. This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by Roscoe Wheels. Roscoe Wheels is confidence-inspiring aluminum. This means confidence in quality and confidence in self. Confidence in quality, meaning they want their customers to know that their wheels are produced to the highest standard and tested to be as strong as anything on the market and are designed to keep you safe. Confidence in self, meaning they want their styles and fitness to make customers feel the way you did when you walked into high school with a brand new pair of shiny shoes. Giving you the confidence in yourself when you show up, whether it be to work or any event, knowing you look awesome. Roscoe Wheels offer, offers free shipping within Canada and flat rate shipping in the USA. Find your new look today at RoscoeWheels.com. This episode of Into the Apex podcast is also brought to you in part by the racing fans at Great Hire Staffing. Whether you need help hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire can help. Hiring good people is hard work. Great Hire HR does it quickly and economically so you can focus on what's important, running your business. Check them out online at www.greathirehr.com. Finally, this episode is sponsored by Bad Weather Brewing Company out of St. Paul, Minnesota. With craft brews like the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout or the Red Vein Red IPA on tap or in the can, it's how endurance drivers like us celebrate post-race. Find your new favorite craft beer and order your mugs online at badweatherbrewery.com. And we're back on Into the Apex, and we're joined by Bruce Perry coming to us live from inside Watkins Glen International. And uh, Bruce is in the, uh, I don't know what we would call it, the uh, Madsen Racing Command Post, Mobile Command Center. Uh, yeah. Glor- glorious RV uh, parked on the inside of Watkins Glen. Where exactly in the track are you at the moment? So I am camped right behind Pit Road. So we're right next to where all the drivers camp. Uh or the rigs are, although the rigs are there. I don't think any drivers are here yet, but, uh, um, yeah, we're right in kind of the middle of all the, the pit action here. And there's, uh, I know NASCAR is there. What other series are there? I, I know you said Arca is, uh, hanging out there. Arca just got done running tonight Had a 40 lapper and, um, you know, tomorrow we're going to see trucks and Xfinity and then of course Sunday the cup. So the full weekend show, everybody. Yeah everybody's here yeah so it's kind of cool it's been a while since the trucks have been here I, I thought they said they were here once before i don't remember them being here but uh that's okay um so they're back and uh yeah it's kind of cool it's weird not like usually the first few days there's all kinds of practicing and stuff going on there's like been nothing it's quiet like these guys hit the track green tomorrow and sunday yeah and we were there over a month ago for the uh, six hours of the Glen. Uh, you're obviously, as we said and talked about in that episode, you're a veteran of Watkins Glen and a New York native. Uh, so this is nothing new for you uh, to be around Watkins Glen. But uh, you were telling me when we were there for IMSA that it's a whole different atmosphere for NASCAR. It's a whole bit, whole different show. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's, um, I think I, in that show, I said that, uh, what, wine and cheese? Imsa crowd was a wine <laughs> yeah. and cheese crowd. That was it, right? That's right. And, and yep. this is beer and pretzel kind of thing. Yeah, there's, yep. you go out in the campgrounds now, and it's a lot of loud music. It's a lot of heavy duty partying going on. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people, like, I swear, if you ask them, you know, who do you think is going to win? They're like, win what? Oh, there's a race. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's definitely some heavy partying going on out there. And you know what? Back in my younger days, I was a part of it. <laughs> you know, now yeah. we're kind of in this little secluded area and it's quiet where we are. So we can go walk through all the craziness and then come back to a quiet camp area. It's kind of nice. It's well, nice when you get well, older. <laughs> and you're young. I know where you're, I know the spot you're camping at because you, you showed me where it was. And it is out of the way of, I mean, it's on pavement, right? It's not even on the grass. It's on pavement. It's the, the only place with hookups, too. Yeah, you're right behind the paddock or the pit, pit stands, grandstands, if I recall correct. Right, right on the front stretch. Pit Terrace, I believe they call it. There we go. Um, back in your young days, were you down at the bog setting fire to things and flipping cars? <laughs> no, I remember I was, was kind of young then. Too young to be setting <laughs> fires to cars. I do well, Brad, remember Bradley, it. So. I'm sure you listened to last week's episode. Brad, Bradley was watching people being beheaded at Watkins Glen in yeah. the movie Rush. Yeah, yeah. I, he was getting off on that. Sick, <laughs> sick. just sick, you sick fuckers. Sick, yeah, I mean, was it was a reason. It. Back in Formula One days and stuff, and that stuff happened. Um, it was the reason my mother stopped coming to the races. My father still brought me up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, my mom stopped coming because the guys getting hurt and stuff. So it got her just uncomfortable or yeah. emotional or yeah, a little both. So she was always a race fan and she watched the races from home and stuff, you know, but, uh, yeah, she was one of those ones that, uh, really didn't like seeing people get hurt and being crashed yeah, that, and stuff. So Bradley, Bradley, that reminds me of our mom. She was like that in NASCAR when we were young. Oh, oh, good heavens. Jeff Gordon. Are you okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Bradley then? I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> he fell and hit his head. Is oh, that yeah. what it was? He got dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I actually, uh, off topic, I did hit Bradley in the head with a golf ball once. Right that in is the ear, true, yeah. Right, right in the right, right in the ear. ear. That's true. <laughs> uh, we were playing golf in our yard, and I wanted him to see the cool shot I was about to hit and uh, told him, yeah, get get closer in, in sight. And he got right. Yeah, he got moved, right in the path. He moved forward, and I nailed him right in the ear, which to me is a hole in one. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a good, that's some pretty good it's, marksmanship. It's the wrong one, but yeah, not bad. Yeah. Uh, out of all the, well, I'm, well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I checked myself there. Yes. Um, but, uh, so what's the atmosphere on a Friday at Watkins Glen? I know you guys went into town a little earlier, and it's uh, it was fairly quiet when we were there on Saturday night, uh, but the night before the Watkins Glen 6. Um, you know, right from – I'd say Wednesday was kind of comparable to the night you were here. Uh, the Friday night of the IMSA race. Um, by yesterday, <laughs> the atmosphere has definitely changed. <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, I'm going to go out and venture around a little bit later. But, um, oh, yeah, by tonight, it's probably crazy uh, in the infield. I mean, there's like, I don't know, 1,100 acres of camp in here. So you can just imagine, and it's wall-to-wall campers. Uh, yeah, I, re I remember how much walking there is. I mean, there is a ton of walking to, to be had, uh, just to walk around and get a view of everything. There, there, there is. I mean, they're they're camped way out 
past the backstretch out in the fields out there. So there's actually shuttle buses here to take people around. There's so much, uh, you know, distance between there. And like, if you want to come to say where the souvenir trailers and stuff are, I mean, it's, it's like a, it's like a mile and a half walk, you know? Um, so they, they take you on a, there's buses and stuff, uh, roaming through the pits and everything here to uh, pick you up. No. But it's definitely a party atmosphere here for, for a cup weekend. It's something I'll have to see, and I'll get a taste of it next weekend, I guess, in Indianapolis, because NASCAR will be there as well as IndyCar. Um, now, I know you've been going to Watkins Glen for NASCAR races uh, just as a, as a tradition, uh, so I don't think I've ever asked you or talked to you too much about it. Uh, I know you probably lean more towards it and have leaned more towards it because uh, you're into road racing and IMSA, I think, as far as racing. Uh, you're obviously our endurance director and, and heavy in endurance racing on iRacing. Uh, although I will note for our listeners, you're the man's good at everything in iRacing. Um, but so you probably don't mind seeing the increase in road courses in NASCAR, or do you not like to watch those stock cars at, at road courses? I mean, I assume if you're going to Watkins Glen to see them every year, you you enjoy it for what it is. Or what's your what are your thoughts on? Well, like they're going Indy Road next weekend after being at Watkins Glen. For a NASCAR old timer that may just want to see like Martinsville, something they may not like to see. Yeah, I, I kind of like to see the road courses. I mean, I'm looking for good racing, right? Mm-hmm. So tracks to me like I don't know. Everyone likes Michigan. I, I don't like Michigan. They, to me, they get too spread out. They don't have the racing there. Watkins Glen. If you look at the history here, the races have been great for like forever. Like they've been nail biters, and you don't know who's going to win until the end. Um, so Watkins Glen's got its own deal. Uh, I don't know about, you know, when they go to Indy, what it'll be like. I'm looking forward to checking it out. I'll probably watch a little bit of it, and hopefully it's a good race. Um, I don't know if I like all these road courses with NASCAR because they're not really road cars. You know, they're, they're yeah. You know, they're big bricks they're driving around. They're too heavy. <laughs> they're not yeah. nimble, and there's just nothing sexy about them like the sports cars. Right. You know? That's exactly right. And I agree, Watkins Glen. I mean, it's I've always enjoyed uh, back when I was heavy in the NASCAR. Bradley, I don't, and and Patrick, you guys may agree. Watching uh, something about seeing those stock cars go very unsteadily through the bus stop, especially if they're battling close towards the end of the race, they just send it through that bus stop, and sometimes they mess up. And there's something about a stock car going through specifically the inner loop bus stop there of Watkins Glen that is uh, interesting to me. Uh, I always preferred Watkins Glen to to Sonoma. Yeah, I'm in the same boat too. Um, just for it, for any stock cars, Watkins Glen has been the, my favorite road course that they've ever gone to, and it kind of like what Bruce said. You know, with them adding some of these other road courses, it's I mean, it it is good variety in a way, but it's like. Watkins Glen seems like it fits. It's more fit for NASCAR on that layout because it's the smaller layout of the course. It's not like Road America where it's over four miles or Coda, which is like an F1 track. So, but the, you know, that's just my opinion on it. You know, there, there, one of the interviews this week, I think it was maybe Kyle Busch said that, uh, they're asking him about the track and all, and he says, you know, this, this is like the super speedway of road racing. Like if Sonoma is um, be like the Martinsville, you know, tight turns, not really long straightaways and stuff. Where here you got, what, three big straightaways. 
Um, yeah. So they're pretty quick here, which is kind of cool. And watching them get into the bus stop is pretty neat. Um, you know, the ARCA race just finished up here, and it was actually a pretty good race. Top three were uh, close the whole the whole time with uh, some lead changes passing, actual passing. So <laughs> it was good. So when you're staying in your in the mobile command post there uh, at the pits, uh, where do you go? Where do you uh, stick? To, uh, pretty do you have to stick to a seat, or do you guys walk around like kind of like we did for IMSA, where the, you could pretty much walk everywhere? Is that is it kind of the same routine, or, or does the race viewing experience change when the stock cars are there, or when something like NASCAR is there? We tend to go to the pit terrace stands here only because it's so close. Um, mm. And there's a lot of action on pit road. And one of the things I was missing during IMSA that they do for uh, this weekend is there's a giant uh, screen, jumbotron or whatever, right across from where we sit. Um, mm. I think I mentioned to you, Tyler, it's like it, it wasn't there for IMSA. They don't put it there mm-hmm. for IMSA for whatever reason. IMSA does seem to be more of a, hey, let's walk around the track, check it out from different places. I mean, it's a six-hour race. You know, so you wouldn't really want to sit in the same seat for six hours, I right. think. Yeah. Um, yeah. The cup race is kind of long. And, well, it's nice if you need to cool off. We can run back to the camper for a little bit and then go back to our seat. Yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we, we actually get to watch it on TV in here, too. So we won't miss anything. <laughs> that's yeah, cheap, I, mean, you, I guess. <laughs> we're we're going to put some pictures of your setup, your camp that's set on uh, the Mad Sim Racing Twitter at Mad Sim Racer Instagram. Uh, so everybody can kind of see where the, what the command post is all about. Uh, pretty luxurious what you've got there, sir. Yeah, ain't bad. <laughs> ain't bad. I mean, we've had to sing for 10 years already. I can't believe it. Um, I'm really... Uh, like I think I've told you guys, I'm really hoping to maybe get it Daytona. Uh, That's what we need. I know if we can get in the infield, but uh, man, Daytona's tough to get a camping spot. That race, I guess you got to be willed uh, a camping spot to, to did, get it. Did you ever stay in a tent? Have you upgraded? Oh yeah, yeah. Sweat it out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've you know we've gone through the whole process from many years of a tent and. Oh yeah, you know, um, <laughs> it can be a little rough up here. You know, it uh, sometimes it's you know you get these summer days up here. It's like a hundred degrees and just you can't get cool. And you know, uh, you know when you're sitting in the shade, the sweat just rolls off of you. But uh, you can, uh, you know, night can be pretty chilly. And I've been up here in the fall, like in September, I think when Trans Am used to race up here, um, camping in a tent, freezing our asses off. It's just Oh, it was brutal. Freezing rain, stuff like that. Because you, know, you had the lake, and we're up on top of the hill here, so you never know what the weather's going to throw at you. So quickly, uh, my wife, when we were dating, she quickly said to me, "No, we're not going to go tent- tenting at the track." Uh, she's like, "I'll, I'll, I'll try the races out. I'll check out the races." She's never yeah. been to the races before, so we got a little travel trailer. So that yeah. was, uh, yeah, that that worked for a little while, but then. She didn't really like that. It wasn't you know, big enough. And then we moved up to Class C, which is like the van type unit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then we didn't have enough room for the two big dogs we had at that time. So then we upgraded to a Class A. And then ultimately, 2010, 2011, we, we got this rig. So it's been, for the most part, good to us ever since. Uh, when I leave, when I leave the track, once again, I'm going right to uh, a Cummins place down the road. Here we got a, you know, error code on the 
something on the, <laughs> on the engine. So it's, yeah, it just seems like these things and boats, you work on them more than you use them. <laughs> yeah. We, for everyone out there, we, we know the history. That's why I, I was laughing is, uh, uh, Bruce had this RV sitting in Georgia for a long time. Then he had to get it fixed. He took it to Decatur, Indiana, and then it sounds like and then now it's more trouble. <sighs> it's, it's always uh, something, it seems like. Yeah. But they're fun. <laughs> now, now, uh, Patrick, would you would you camp out at the racetrack? Would you camp out in the tent inside the track? I mean, in a tent. Rather. <sighs> Depends on who I'm with and what time of the year it is, honestly. <laughs> Bradley. Interesting. Bradley, what do you think? Yeah, I would do a tent. Um, I'm, I'm, I would love to get a tent and go to VIR in October. What's holding you back? The knowledge of I, how to put a tent together. Yeah, I need a tent. I need. Oh, they make them so easy now. Yeah, 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 I'm Bradley. sure. Bradley did. I mean, if you had a, I, honestly, I would. I don't even need a tent. I would do. Yeah, Bruce, uh, the Bruce. old Steve Wallace thing and just <laughs> sleep in my car. <laughs> Bradley doesn't. Bruce Bradley doesn't know how to pitch a tent. No, apparently not. I, do, I don't. I was watching someone put one. Out. We were walking around yesterday. I was watching someone pitch your tent. And they just like put the poles on the ground. And it just like, they were like bungee corded together or something. And when they, they snapped in place. And like they had their tent up in like two minutes. It's not like it used to be. We had 800 poles to put yeah. together and stuff. You know? See, I'm thinking... Uh, like elementary school boy scouts. No. Putting up a yeah. tent. Bradley def- Bradley saw lots of pitched tents as a boy scout. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And those nude photos were just for identification. Uh, <laughs> I swear. Yeah. And then the next thing you're going to say is that he went, he was in the. I was, was I was with the church too, right? <laughs> no, we don't go there. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I was a boy scout. I was a boy scout with Bradley because we're identical twins. So jokes on me. Well, <laughs> so that's true. Getting back, we, to we, go to, we go to therapy together. Yeah, right. back, 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 back to camping at Watkins Glen. So, so well, you know, or any track, really, any any race, that it's a, it'll change the experience staying at the track. Trust me on that. It's totally different. Being here all night, all day, you know, having a home base to go back to, um, whether it's a tent, camper, whatever, it, it's a different experience than having to leave the track, drag yourself to the hotel, get up in the morning, come back. I mean, I did that for years too as a kid, um, you know, but that. It, it changes the whole experience. So, I mean, if you get a chance to do it anywhere, Watkins Glen is rated pretty high for camping and the partying and stuff like Talladega is known for it. Um, you know, some of the other tracks, maybe not as much, but I'm sure it's still a great experience. We've, we've camped a lot of different places and it's, it's cool. It's the way to do it. Well, Watkins Glen, I mean, my God, what the sites, I mean, you're on a hill, the sites are beautiful from the one particular stand, Going up the hill, turn one, up those S's. Uh, if you get to the top of that stand, you can see the the Finger Lake. Yes. That is at the the shore of, of Little Watkins Glen, the village, town, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. It's a beautiful, you got wineries. So, uh, well, one, obviously, that's, that's a good spot to camp in the track because of the view. Uh, and also, say, you like you said, I mean, you, if you have a significant other that's on the fence, well, you got your selling points to get them out there and get what you want, which is motorsport, because uh, you got all those amenities, all the all the forest and 
and uh, the lake and the uh, scenery and the wine and wine and all that. So romantic. You're all good. Yeah, that's right. And then you know, <laughs> little the wine, little, you got the the guy with uh, no shirt and Jimmy Johnson sunburned into his back, and he's here. Mullet. <laughs> he needs to be in Nashville. That's where Jimmy's at. I guess he's got a pull for who? Chase Elliott. Is that who? Um, that's who everyone likes. Wow, well, I forget who was sunburned on him today. Oh, he had somebody sunburn on. Oh him. yeah, that's how oh, I recognize. Oh my god, the man's gonna get cancer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> I'm. I'm just saying it's not healthy. Oh, he probably. Was, he, he probably got red. like Alex Bowman or something. Yeah, maybe so. He was red. <laughs> you think yeah. he would have, have a tan by now? Like, <laughs> it might be Irish. I mean, yeah. So what's what's the security like when you're camping there? Say late at night. Can you could you could you hop on the track? Could you jump over the fence and walk the track? So in the middle of the night. You know, years ago you could. I know my brother and I. We rode our bikes around the track. Um, it's not like IMSA weekend. There is a lot of security here. In fact, at 11 p.m all generators and everything like that have to be off. It's, it's quiet time in the family section. All right. So let's, let's clarify that there are some, I don't know what you call them. They don't advertise it as non-family, <laughs> but the general camping area is kind of anything goes. The general and, camping area. Yeah. Um, how, how much methamphetamines in the general camping area would you estimate? How many teeth are in the general camping area? <laughs> well, the two questions go hand in hand. Kind of, how much, right? How much, how much crystal meth would you say is in the general camping area? I mean, yeah. if you're listening to us from the from the camping area, I mean, we still still like you. Oh, right. yeah. Just, you're very focused and you don't sleep for three days. But sure, yeah, that's what, that's what it takes. Well, I mean, we've walked through. There's a lot of campers with like, you know, all the you know, tinfoil and stuff in the windows. So you got to think there's something going on in there. It's like Walter White. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> there's, I, I don't know how much of that's going on. I, I do know you can walk around and, I mean, it used to be a big deal. It's not anymore, but you can smell the pot everywhere, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, the the beer can mountains and stuff at the campsites, <laughs> it's it's a lot of alcohol consumed up here for sure. It's mostly beer, mostly cheap beer. <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah. Bush light, natural yeah. light. Yeah, Natty Ice. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Genesee is made not too long, f- far from here. I don't think um, they give away free beer here. Um, with your camping ticket, you get a a voucher for a twelve pack. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're encouraging it. Here. Encourage. It. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question about the race this weekend. Is Governor Andrew Cuomo waving the green flag at the start of the race? <laughs> you know, the esteemed governor of New York State. Yeah, I don't think he is. He'd probably be shot. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, speaking of him, so so I know you guys aren't all that much into dirt racing, especially like dirt modifies and stuff, but uh, end of the year, October, we used to have a huge event upstate New York called Super Dirt Week. And it was at the New York State Fairgrounds in Syracuse. Big one-mile track. It was a horse track. Uh, exactly one mile. And uh, I forget how many people the grandstand held, but it was a big grandstand. It was, it was a huge event that everybody looked forward to since, I think, 1972 was the first one. 
myself, I've gone, jeez, uh, 30 consecutive years now. Yeah, probably more. So, you know, we all, it was, it was a big thing. And Cuomo decided to take it away from us. He and a few other politicians in upstate New York decided to, uh, yeah, we don't need that grandstand at the fairgrounds anymore. And they imploded it and basically built a parking lot. That's basically what they got in place now is a parking lot. And the point of my story is the last race held there, and we knew it was the last one. Some guys are walking around in the grandstands with a big, like, king-size sheet that they painted in just black spray paint, you know, hand-painted on there. Fuck Cuomo. (laughs) (laughs) And we're walking around with it, and the place was erupting with cheers and stuff. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was just like... See, I was... I was expecting you to say they demolished it and then they built a nursing home. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's the governor Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo chart show. Yeah. I was about to say, we, we all watch doing the charts there. We we all watch it. <laughs> Today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo chart show. Uh, Today we have uh, we have that you ever, where you, you PPE. Ever, you ever seen one where you, where you can see his nipple rings? No, under his him. Shirt? Yeah. I know. I know the ones he he brought his daughter, and now in hindsight, it's like what? What was what? happening? Say say that again. Yeah, he, say that again. He, he brought his daughter on the on the his uh, press conferences. You I, thought you were he, I thought you said he bought his daughter. Nipple <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, where did you get that information? <laughs> no. There's there's one of those chart days where he was telling us how to live our lives. Um, you can clearly see his nipple rings. I'm sure he was <laughs> oh, boy. The, the man the man is a freak apparently. He, he is. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Oh how boy. You, he's got, you he's got a lot of numbers with him. So yeah. yeah. And, and the thing you got you guys got to remember you may or may not know. I mean he, he's he's you know elected every year. Because not because of New York State, because of New York City, ah, right, and his New York family, City. right. Well, New York City, unfortunately, is like the tail wagging the dog. New York City controls everything. You know, if you looked at the maps here, where you know you get out of New York City and nobody votes for him, nobody likes him, except maybe Buffalo. <laughs> I don't know why, right? Uh, but because New York City is so huge, he gets elected year after year. So, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think he'll be anywhere near this place. <laughs> yeah. Watkins Glen. I drove through there. It's as rural as any location. It's just, in, it may be in the north, but it's still rural. It is. <laughs> I mean, in fact, my whole, my whole traverse through New York State, which was my first time through the state, even in the state, uh, was all through the middle of nowhere, basically. A beautiful, con- beautiful country land. Um, Elevation changes, hills, trees, you know, planet Earth, typical. I was going to say, did you run into any nomads? Any <laughs> any, any sort of tribe? What? While you're there, you're describing it like it's undiscovered country. <laughs> <laughs> the new frontier. <laughs> Fuck you, Bradley. <laughs> they, they, do, uh, <laughs> they do have an office down there at Main Street, one of the tribes. Something yeah, I, I drove by a... 
I was driving through, uh, heading to IMSA. I was driving through the interstate, uh, clear road, going like 85 miles per hour. No worries in the world. Um, and and then I drive. I'm in the, you know, feel like I'm in a national park almost. And then I come around a corner on the interstate, and there's a high, a giant high rise and parking deck. It's a, a tribal casino just in the middle of of the forest. It's very interesting. Yeah, it is. At that place, yeah, you're right. You just all of a sudden. You're driving along. There it is, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there's a lot of Indian casinos in New York State. There's a lot of tribal communities and stuff in New York State, So, especially upstate. You go way upstate by the Canadian border. And you guys have sports betting is legal, correct? Uh, in New York State. Um, yeah. Well, I know on the Indian lands. I, I guess it is, right? I mean, I don't get into sports like, betting. So. Uh, okay, I was going to say, yeah. you could bet, you could bet on the NASCAR race on your phone. I probably could. FanDuel oh. Sportsbook. I'll be in Indianapolis next weekend for the auto racing there. Fucking I degenerate. I, I won some money on Elio at the Indy 500. Can't, yeah, you can't deny that. Yeah, that's true. So I got to put something down on that Indy road course. You think Roman Grosjean's my man? He seemed to do. He did well when they went there uh, earlier this year. Maybe I don't I, know what his odds are, but if he he did do, have to well, look. You'd get some money, I'm sure. We'll break it down next week at Daredevil. We'll take a look at what we got. Try to make a profit off of Indy again. <laughs> 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 See if I can pay for another trip. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so do you hear any uh, any stuff going on outside right at the moment, or does it seem pretty quiet over there? Right where we are, it's quiet. I'm watching the... No ambient uh, no, screeches or... Not right here. I mean, well, if I was standing outside, I could probably hear them in the background. You know, the occasional M80 going off, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd of people just yelling, you know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, security's... There's a lot of sheriffs around that uh, they actually volunteered their time i remember a few years back talking to one of the sheriffs like man how do you how do you deal with all this like craziness and drunk people and stuff and he was saying they love it they all try to get on this duty up here it's it's easy you're just dealing with drunk people it's not you know <laughs> it's, like, it's not a big deal but they enjoy it it's like okay but they are in full force <laughs> here i mean they're uh, everywhere yeah it's it's tight compared to IMSA where you can just sort of go wherever you want. You know, the only, the only place it didn't seem too tight, which I found interesting, you know, again, we're sitting across from uh, where all the NASCAR drivers uh, have their RVs and there's like one old guy at the, <laughs> at the gate um, like over the night shift there and last night we watched him just kind of get up and walk down to the, there's a building there, the restrooms not, not too far away he got up and walked over there like no backup. I'm like, okay, I guess I could just walk in there right now if I wanted to. Huh. But for the most part, it's pretty tight here. Is there a craziest thing that you've ever seen in your years of going to the Glen? Whew. I would have to say is back when I was in my youth, the Formula One with the bog. Uh, yeah. You know, stole the cars and stuff, burned them. And, uh, <laughs> it's like Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, the, the last year. Let Biscuit you know, takes the stage. Right? Woodstock 99, right? <laughs> um, 
what do you think's gonna happen? No, the the uh, <laughs> yeah, the burning of the bus and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the behead the headless uh, F one driving. Well, I don't think he was driving after that. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus! It's the like the headless horseman. Oh my fucking god! He wonders. Oh. Well, that's that's no, a no, Sleepy no. Hollow, which is also in New York. You know, I did watch. <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact. I did watch uh, Ford versus Ferrari, Bradley, by the way, after last week's episode. But I'm, oh, and, really? th- and this weekend, I'm going to watch Rush. So we'll see what all the hubbub is about with you in this whole broken. Yeah, it's, broken it's an interesting leg. film. Like, Ford it, versus Ferrari was good too, but yeah. Rush it was is good. good. If you like, I mean, you'll like it better than me because you're an F1 guy more so. Because of the racing or the beheadings? All, the whole package. Bradley's a member of ICE. The whole package. I think, I think. Oh, geez. He really, he really enjoys it. Now, that that was probably <laughs> something back on top of it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the craziest yeah, yeah. stuff that's happened up here. I mean, uh, kind of maybe tell you. I don't know if it's the craziest or maybe it's the dumbest thing I ever did was here. I don't know if I told you, Tyler. Got a hooker pregnant? I, why is that crazy? I wouldn't even consider that crazy. It's probably not even the top five. That's uh, well, yeah. I mean kids in college now so nothing to worry about <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> yeah. yeah this is true <laughs> doing well successful what yeah. is it to you tyler yeah, yeah. what is it tyler <laughs> accounting major yeah that's <laughs> kind of a kind of a fucked up hand that's it he owns Genetic. a race team now <laughs> take my good hand <laughs> <laughs> well, what were you saying i forgot what? <laughs> i don't know i forgot too <laughs> yeah just talking to some illegitimate children out there. Well, that's always a good topic. Your wife's not in the RV with you, is she? Yeah, she is. She's. Uh, uh, hope she didn't hear me talk about TV. I hope she can't hear me talk about that illegitimate child that you have from uh, Watkins Glen, nineteen ninety. No. <laughs> I have the headphones on. There we go. Secret <laughs> safe. Your secret's safe with us and our audience. Yeah. No, well, she what does listen. You, she you does were saying something. To the show. Oh, so, you're yeah. fucked. Mm. <laughs> I, I hope I hope the RV's in the prenup. For yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, she gets it. So. <laughs> oh boy, guess it's back back to pitching tents at the Perry. Residence. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so about five minutes ago, you were starting to say something, and I rudely interrupted you. <laughs> oh yeah, when did so yeah, it was a cup weekend. It was yeah, NASCAR yeah. weekend. We're here and. um Back in the early 90s, mid-90s, uh, coolers, they started putting wheels on coolers about that time, right? And I had this nice four-wheel cooler that we used to pack with about two cases Four. worth of beer. Oh, yeah, it was nice. It was nice pull behind. It was like a little wagon almost. But it was a cooler. So it's not one that you bend over on two wheels. It's got four wheels. It had four wheels, big long handle, almost like you're towing a wagon behind you. You know, yeah. It was great. Wow. It held so much beer. Anyway, so they were really popular. And there's underneath, there's this one tunnel. Um, let's see, I guess that was the tunnel that goes between uh, the entrance to the boot, you know, off turn five there, and back up to uh, NASCAR track. There's, there's a tunnel there. I don't know if you remember that, Tyler. We walked I do. down yeah. pretty damn steep. 
crazy. Yes. I remember when it used to flood, you know, it'd get like 30 or 20 feet yeah. water. So anyway, the, um, we were walking around, we we're wagon full of beer and we came upon a huge, huge group of people cheering, yelling and stuff at that tunnel. And it was just people doing stupid shit, you know, riding bikes down there, just whatever, just dumb stuff, drunk stuff. And I got the great idea, like, huh, I got a cooler with four wheels. We got a hill. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why not? Why oh, not? No. So I did the old, you know, my buddy Rich uh, was with me. And fortunately, fortunately, he was, he's an EMT. And <laughs> on standby on location. <laughs> on standby on location in house, right? Um, so uh yeah, we uh I, I did one of those, hey, hold my beer. And I belly flopped onto the cooler, took it right down that hill. And <laughs> I really didn't realize until I got back up at the bottom of the hill amongst all these people cheering and stuff. It was great. It was like a terrific moment. Um, that never really got on the cooler. And I dragged my leg, my knee, all the way down that hill. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bloody meaty mess. Oh, like a cheese grater. Yeah. Stupid. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, climb back up to the hill. You know, buddy Rich is like, oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, we'll take you back to the campsite. We'll fix you up. <laughs> <laughs> but she did he he had the band-aids you know the wraps yeah. and all that stuff and it was like all right nothing happened well so you weren't okay how was the cooler was cool. well, the, cooler the cooler survived i think okay. ever since that time though it had a little toe out <laughs> never i never got, could got quite a, get got the a little wheels wheel fixed. damage yeah a little, a little wheel bit of wheel damage. damage you got a wheel, wheel damage, damage. I, I don't know if i got a meatball you know i definitely got a couple <laughs> four axes probably you got a meatball somewhere i got <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drag that down. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe one of my craziest. I don't know. Just dumb, really. You <laughs> got a round back. of a, you, you got a round of applause. You get caught up. You, when People, you get in a big pumped up crowd, you get caught up in it. You nobody, do, right? Nobody there's something. Just, there's just something about that. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I liken it to. I'm dating myself now, but uh, well, don't do that. Books. That's weird. Yeah, you got a wife. <laughs> yeah, and oh. dogs. Oh. Oh. A boo! Oh. A boo! <laughs> Terrible. Oh. Um, Literal. As you, yeah. as you were. It, it, you know uh, the old Bugs Bunny commercials when he was going over Niagara Falls in a barrel, and all the people alongside the falls in the raincoats would cheer every time somebody went over in a barrel, and that's exactly. Yeah, look like it up. themselves? Look at no, they weren't. Okay. I don't think trying to anyway. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, that's a pretty sick cartoon, right? Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah. that's what it was like. That's what it was like. Everyone was cheering. Everyone was standing on either side of the tunnel, cheering. People did the stupid shit going down there, and there, <laughs> there I was. Good times. Been a lot of good times uh, up here at Glen. So. Got to get back, Bradley. We're going to get you back at the six hours next year. Yeah, we got it. I, yeah. I will definitely return to Watkins Glen. Yeah, that's Am- on the amazing. Book. Amazing. Got to do it. As a matter of fact, they recently posted the uh, IMSA schedule for next year. Oh, did they? So everything is uh, back as it was. Let me see if I can find it. We don't have time for your shit, Bradley. Yeah. So it's end of June again. 
Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they yeah. Only, they, they just adjusted everything properly for Petit Lamas and uh, what is it? Uh, VIR is going to be in August since Lamas is actually going to happen right ah. right now. Mm. So yeah, everything's back to normal. Beautiful. Back to normal. Hopefully. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, we'll be back up for that. There we go. The whole crew into the apex will be back out there. Speaking of into the apex on the road, Bruce, we're going to let you get back to the festivities of Watkins uh-huh. Glen. Yep. And uh, appreciate so it. Perry on location at Watkins Glen International for the NASCAR weekend and stock car weekend. Uh, next weekend, into the apex is back on the road to Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the Xfinity IndyCar doubleheader on Saturday. We'll be there. Uh, Friday night through Sunday. Uh, so into the apex is active these past, these two weeks here. And then we'll have a little bit of a break until we return to Indy in October and then petite Lamont in November, possibly VIR in October. That's up in the air, but we'll tease that. Um, but yeah, good stuff, Bruce. I'm glad you could join us from the command post. Hey, don't forget. I'll be, um, let's see next month heading out to, uh, Eldora. Eldora. That's right. That yep. is right. Double uh, World 100 uh, shows. Possible I'll be out there with you for maybe one of them, but if not, you'll be with us from the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, mobile command post again. Yep. Um, and then from there, be at uh, Super Dirt Week in Oswego, New York. Ah. So it's the big one around here. So, yeah, we'll be back. Well, for the whole crew, this has been episode 48 of into the apex we'll be on the road next week we'll see you from indianapolis you've been listening to into the apex apex presented by mad sim racing follow and join the team at madsimracing.com 